Welcome to Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, with your host, Mr. James Gardino Sr. That's me. I'm going to be talking about dividend stocks and investing for weekly cash flow. My main goal, 1% return per week. These are live trading sessions. If you want to join in, just let me know. Now, on with the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we talk about dividend stocks and investing for weekly cash flow. It is 12.26 p.m. Wednesday, September 8th. It is um, halfway through the day. Let's jump on in, see where we are, see where we're going. Um, As some of you may know, I am on vacation down at my, my kid's house down in Florida, and everything is a little bit off kilter because they don't quite have a studio set up for me to do any recording or any podcasting. So we're just going to shoot from the hip and do the best we possibly can with what we have to work with. So let's take a look at where we are, where we're going, and what's happening. Now, if you've been following along, we had six positions open this week. We're going to start from the very beginning and work our way through them all. Uh, CINF is first on the list. That is... Um, Cincinnati Financial. Okay, now we went through everything yesterday, so now we're just going to go through the last 90 days. We got a low over here at 106.12. Got a high at 125.67. And she's sitting at 128.88 at the moment. We're trying to, um, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> trying to get 124. Just a little, uh, slight little dip cap play. The way a div cap play works is basically we're going to buy the dividend stock 10 days prior to the EX date. Then we're going to take the upcoming dividend, we add it to the purchase price, and then we try to resell it before the dividend actually comes in, before the EX date. Now, the purchase price I paid for it and adding a dividend in comes to 124. The stock is sitting at 121 at the moment. So it's a little bit off from where I want it to be. But absolute worst case scenario is I will collect the the dividend from the stock. All right. MDT is next on the list. MDT. Now MDT is Medtronics. 90 days ago we had a low at uh, 119. We definitely have some support, the 122 area. Now, she hit a high last week at 135.67, but she's sitting at 134 at the moment. And she is, at this moment in time, in the money. Because we do have a 20% ROI um, spread trade, which means as long as the stock stays above 133, we're going to collect 20% on Friday from the six contracts that we have. It's not a lot of money, but hey, 20% is 20%. So that one looks good. Next on the list is 3M. Now, 3M 90 days ago was at, uh, what is that, 198? She had high at 208.95, but from there, she's been nothing but down ever since. And she's sitting at 187 today. And we got this at 198. 96 okay um, 
I could sell. Let's see if I can. It can sell the option on this to bring in something at least. So at 187, we can sell the 190s at 38 bucks. which is, you know, not what I want. But, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sell the the 190 call. We've got two days to go. Today's Thursday. We've got today and tomorrow at 38 cents. That's 38 bucks. That's 38 bucks more than I had earlier. It get me a little bit closer to my goal. Um, so I got 45 cents for it, so it's not that bad. Uh, and that's 45 bucks. Now, it doesn't sound like a lot, but you got to remember my main goal is to obtain $1,000 per week, which is 1% of $100,000. The account I set up at the beginning of the year, every year, with $100,000. So 1% of $100,000 on a weekly basis is $1,000 a week. So that's the main goal. So 48 bucks, yeah, granted it's not a lot, but it gets me a little bit closer to my $1,000. Uh, we'll go over a little bit where we are with that and um, go from there. Um, PM, Phyllis Morris is next on the list. PM. Now, Philip Morris, <clears throat> 90 days ago, let's, he had a low at uh, about 90 and a half. Okay, nice escalation to the high of 106.51, which was yesterday. 106.51 was yesterday, wow. And what did we do with Philip Morris? We bought 600 shares at 106. And we sold the 106 calls at 83 cents a share. Now that brought us in uh, right around 500 bucks. Or 600 bucks, I think it was. No. I think it was. 600 shares times 83 per share is a little over 500 bucks per share. Let me bring out the calculator just to be on the safe side. Cause I, I did this yesterday, but to be a little more accurate, we got um, 600 shares, multiply 83 cents a share. All right, so it's about 500 bucks. So yesterday we brought in 500 from Philip Morris. Today we brought in 50 bucks from 3M. CINF, I... I probably should not have done CINF because I really don't like doing monthly optionable stock. But it is a Cincinnati Financial. It is a dividend stock. It is a um, dividend king. I believe. Yeah. I believe it's a dividend king. So those alone I'd like to jump in and buy in order to be able to sell off in order to what I want to get for it. Okay. STX we sold the option on it last week. Let's do the last 90 days. We got definitely have some support at 80.83. Had a high at 106, and that was back in mid-May. From there, she fell to a trading range between 84 and 90. It's been traveling sideways for quite a while. Now, she gapped down again today for some strange reason. She closed yesterday around 88. And she gaps down today at 86. So she dropped two two bucks in one day. But she's sitting at 84.17 at the moment. And with STX, we sold off the 92 call last week for 600 bucks. Now, if you remember last week, 
um, STX went up above 90, which was the call that we sold last week, put me in an awkward situation. I was either going to lose 10,000 bucks or lose 1,000 bucks. So I decided to buy back the option that I sold last week. So I lost 1,000 bucks last week, which made me break even for last week. And I sold the six, the, uh, the nine, 92s, which gave me another 61 bucks. 61 cents per share, but a thousand shares at 610 bucks. Uh, that was for last week. <clears throat> Should have done it for this week, but it is what it is. VFC is last on the list. VFC. Now, VFC closed even lower this week. Oh, I hate when that happens. So, we're looking at the last 90 days. Here we go. We have the high at 90.79, and we have a low of today, 71. Now we have 800 shares. So I definitely have to do something with this because it is Thursday. Not a whole heck of what's going to be happening between today and tomorrow. She's at 71. So let's see what we can bring in today. Um, wow. The only thing worth anything is the 72 and a half. If I do the 72s. How much is the 72? So over 20 cents a share. That's another 200 bucks. 79. That brings me up to oh, 0.9. Oh, wow. I'm just a tiny bit off. Okay, so I'm going to sell 10 VFC 100s, which are the weeklies. 10 September 21, which is the day after tomorrow, which is Friday, at 20 cents a share to open. Rejected. Now, why is it I can't, but I'm selling these. Why can't I sell those? Oh, that's right. Try to sell 10 of them. I need to sell eight because I only have 800 shares. There we go. Okay, so 160 bucks. That does not make me a happy camper at all. And I got filled at 25 cents. So 25 times eight. Let's find us the, the, the other way. Find a duplicate order. Okay, and all right. So if we sell eight VFC 100s, 10 September 21, which is this Friday, at 25 cents a share, that brings in 200 bucks. Okay, so let's see where we are. Get out of there. Bring 200 bucks. So we got 100 bucks there. No, 45 bucks there and 200 there. That's 250 bucks. Okay, so we got, um, yeah, we're just shy of, of 1% this week. Damn. Okay, that's all the positions that we have currently. So let's jump in and see if there's anything worth looking at. Um, today's Wednesday. So we have Thursday and Friday. Okay. So the Dividend Kings. We've already discovered that the Dividend Kings didn't have anything this week. Nothing on the Dividend Kings list. Well, FRT, we already looked at that one. It wasn't worth anything. Okay, we already checked that one out, so it's not, it's not you know, going to do us any good whatsoever. Um, we checked the list for Warren Buffett's list, and there's absolutely nothing on his list for, for this week. So then we jumped to the 
dividend aristocrats. Now, the dividend aristocrats are those companies that have increased their payments for a minimum of 25 years. And we went through every single one except for TTC. Okay, we would, we would one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine companies that are dividend aristocrats. That means they've increased their dividend payments for over 25 years to their shareholders. So that alone is something, you know, worth investing in. Now, TTC, the Toro Company, we did take a look at TTC and it wasn't worth doing it. Okay, so we're basically out of all the companies that we can look at for anything of any substantiation. Okay. Uh, we are in the eighth. Two weeks. Wow. We have quite a bit to look at. All right. So let's take a look at, the, at these here. Now, <clears throat> these companies is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 11. So there are 11 companies that have increased their dividend payments and have weekly options for a minimum of 20 years. So I dropped it down to 20 years for these companies, and these ones do have uh, weekly options. So let's quickly take a look at them. CRBJY. CRBJY. Now that is too, too spotty, okay? That one is just totally not worth Look at There's no rhyme or reason. For those of you listening and not watching, there's no highs and lows. There's no anything. It just looks weird. And the seasonality is basically void. It doesn't give you any anything to go by. Right, so I was just going to not even deal with that one because I, I don't like the chart. All right, DX is next on the list. DX is... Dynex Capital. DX. Dynex. Okay. They got a 13 cent dividend. They started up the year last year at 1564. Found a low uh, right around the end of September at 1452. From there, she goes all the way up to 2051 for the high, and that was at the beginning of May. Uh, June, sorry, beginning of June. From the beginning of June, she falls down to support, which is at 17. She's at 17.56 at the moment, basically just going sideways for the past couple of months. Let's take a look at seasonality for Dynex. The Dynex seasonality has it showing at nice escalation in the next couple of months, next couple of weeks. So look at Dynex into the big chart. DX. Take a quick look at them and see what they look like. Okay, she's uh, just leveling out. She came off of a, of a downtrend. She's just leveling out now. The sellers are more in control than the buyers. The buyers are still retreating, get a little bit wider. The volume, um, a little bit less than it has been on average. 350,000, that's not a lot. That was yesterday's volume. Today's volume is 170,000. That's not a lot either. Doesn't make me happy camping with a low amount of volume. I'm, I'm going to assume I'm going to take a quick look at the trade on this. And 1755 by 1756, which means it's quite a bit of volume. It only has monthly options. How did that get in here? Huh. GMRE, Global Medical Rea. Let's give it a quick 
check. GMRE. GMRE. That's a monthly option too. How did that get in there? GTY Getty Realty Group. GTY Getty Realty Group is another monthly option. Damn. This is supposed to be weekly. So IFF, where you looked at that one. LMNX. Which is the Luminex. Luminex. LMNX. Wow. That's quarterly options. Don't like that one. NYMT. New York Mortgage Trust. Seven cent dividend. I'm not even going to bother chasing that. It's not worth it. Philip Morris, where did you do that one? PRA Pro Assurance. Five cent dividend, not worth it. Sun Solar Senior Capital, 10 cent dividend, still not worth it. TOT, which is total SE, 71 cents. Let's take a quick look at that. TOT has no option. How the hell did that even get on my list? I definitely gonna have to take a look at that. All right, I'm not even gonna bother with this at the moment. We looked at the dividend kings. We looked at the dividend aristocrats. We looked at Warren Buffett's list. That's all there is. Terribly sorry. Definitely have to get rid of some of this stuff because I have a margin call. And I can stretch it out for another day or so before I have to get rid of some stuff. Just the way it is. Alrighty. That being said, I'm going to be out here for the day. I'm going to catch you guys tomorrow. This does not make me a happy camper this week. However, I am still... Um, I am still close to the 1% for the week. Just, just a little bit shy. I'm going to go over the numbers a little bit closer a little bit later on today. And then I'll find out exactly where I am. So tomorrow I'll fill you in exactly how far off I am from hitting my 1% for the week. Can't hit it all the time because, hey... Everybody does win all the time, okay? Even I lose once in a while. But if you check my record, I'm still going pretty damn well. I think I, I missed my 1% two or three times for the whole year. Here we are in September, and out of nine months, I three times I did not hit the 1% per week. Terribly sorry. I feel bad about that. So with that being said, this is Jane from Dividend Stock Talk. Brought to you by the 10 Minute Trader. I'll catch you guys tomorrow. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.